something to eat You the man up in these streets But when it comes to my heart That don't mean a thing Baby, hop in my ride Who's hot as hell outside Put the top down with your doors closed My hand up on your thigh Drive slow Take your time Every little thing you do Get me feeling some type of way When you give me that thunder You make my summer
Last night I heard the screaming, loud voices behind the wall. Another sleepless night for me, it won't do no good to call the police. Always come late if they come at all. Last night I heard the screaming, loud voices behind the wall. Another sleepless night for me, it won't do no good to call the police. Always come late if they come at all. And when they arrive, they say they can't interfere with domestic affairs between a man and his wife. And as they walk out the door, the tears well up in her eyes. Last night I heard the screaming, then a silence that chilled my soul. Prayed that I was dreaming when I saw the ambulance in the road. And the policeman said, I'm here to keep the peace. Will the crowd disperse? I think we all could use some sleep. Last night I heard the screaming, loud voices behind the wall. Another sleepless night for me, it won't do no good to call the police. Always come late if they come at all. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 9 of Days After Dark. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Moments With Me. Days After Dark is streaming live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. We have our live audience, courtesy of Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope you have your wine, rosé, brandy, or cognac. Whatever your preference is, let's, let's leave our inhibitions at the door. Come on in, relax, and enjoy. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. My co-hosts for tonight are Sinet, Rosolo, and Marlon. Marlon is running a little late. He's somewhere on the road. <laughs> but I'm always grateful that each of you are able to be here with me tonight. How is everyone doing? Gonna do a quick check-in. Let, let me pause Rihanna for a second with love on the brain. Let me let me let me um do a quick check-in. Yes, Javette. So um because tonight's topic is a little more on the serious side as we're talking about control in relationships. Um that song pushes the envelope. It's an old song. I remember Tracy Chapman's songs from in high school. Yes, telling my age. <laughs> but um, tonight's episode is a little more serious because we're talking about control. Are you in control or are you controlling? Or are you in a controlled situation? Are you controlled by someone? And the unfortunate devastating effects that, can con- that control can lead to right in relationships and it's not just about intimate relationships it goes beyond that too friendships right but before we go any further let me go ahead and do a quick check in 
Uh, Rosolo, I know you are under the weather. Not sure what you're doing here, but happy to have you here. <laughs> so I'm not going to pressure you. Just listen. Just listen. And I hope you got some rest. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> okay, that's it. Mute your mic. <laughs> Go ahead and mute your mic. Just be here in... in <laughs> Just be here in spirit, in body and spirit. Whatever you have to say, type it in the chat. We'll read it for you. Do not put a strain on your voice. Please don't do that to yourself. All right. But thank you so much for your continued love and support. Sunette, how are you doing? Last week, last hurrah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to call you today, but I said, no, I'm not calling you. It's Monday. I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> How's it going? Okay, okay. I am stuck writing um, a document uh, listing the job, what my job entails, all the details. So at first I took it with grudge and now I'm like, you know what? This is really good to memorialize all the things I do for you people. Mm -hmm. And now, now you see how many people were needed to do this job before. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing it. Because a lot of times, um, Sunette, we're taken for granted in corporate America. Our roles are deemed insignificant. And the truth is without you, it's not the same. They don't understand that you are a huge part of the wheel as it keeps turning. And I'm sure you shocked yourself as you were writing that document. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm like, every time I think I'm done, I'm like, oh, wait, you also do this. And and I'm, maybe I'm I'm taking it, I'm doing too much, but like, I'm not just writing a list of the items. I'm going into detail of how, how you get this. Here's a website you have to go to, or here's the portal, or here's, you know, there's like, and, 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 it doesn't stop. It's just like, so my, I, I first had a list, TMI, y'all, I'm so sorry. No, that's but okay. But I first had a list, it, like, it was, I had like six things on a, on a sheet of paper. I now have a 28 page document and I'm not finished. Sounds like you're writing a manual for me, to me, yeah. to give to yeah. somebody else to make their life easier and how to do the job, right? Exactly. So like, that's why I took it with grudge when I was mm -hmm. first requested to do this. Now I'm like, you know what? It, it's kind of like, fine. This will be my farewell and my last hurrah. Yeah. But on top of that, the image of my PTR, this is my kitchen. Okay, let me, let me, let me. So, PTR, PTR, my kitchen. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're doing another project, Sanat? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, our kitchen is, is not done yet. So right now, this, they came today and they cleared out all my cabinets are gone. All my, my countertop is gone. So yeah, all right. naked house. Yeah. yeah, this should be fun. Yeah, when you're done, yeah. hop on over to Miami. We'll be happy to have you here. You can Ooh. take on our projects. <laughs> <laughs> Because we have some incomplete projects, right? But um, yeah, so I hope you realize your worth. And you know something, um, Sunette, I, I saw this lady on, I shouldn't say this, I saw a young lady on TikTok, and she said, in corporate America, it's never good to stay in a job for more than five years. Because after five, if you go longer than that, you're actually devaluing your worth. Yeah. I've seen people say two year every two year they should shift, and it's it's very hard. 
that's very hard to even like wrap my head around. Given I worked for one place for twenty years, mm. and you, the other place I switched for a year and a half because I ended up moving to the side of the country. So it's not something that I can completely embody, but I do understand the concept. Yeah, longevity is good, but it's also bad. It can harm you and it can help you. All right, but um, yay to the project and yay to last week. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. Thank you, thank you. I'm happy for you. Marlon, thank you for joining us. I know you're on the road. Are you okay out there in them streets? Mm. Mm. Good night, good night, good night, everyone. Good, good night, night, sir. I wanted to ask Ro. She <laughs> can't talk. You know what? You're not going to mess with her tonight. She cannot talk. Well, she's not supposed to be on the phone. <laughs> I about to ask her, huh? But I wait. I, you know, I, I know, I know exactly what you're gonna ask her, and uh, oh my gosh, may the Lord be with you. Um, I catch it tomorrow, <laughs> but it's all good. I'm good. I'm good. I wait. I wait for her. But um, want to say hello to everyone. What's up, Neil? O'Neill? it's been a while, man. Where you been? You you've been you disappeared for a minute. Hi, Mr. Vet Sula. Uh, everybody is on the phone, but it's hey, Marlin. Hi, my baby lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh how, are you? How, how is it how is texas treating you texas texas is beating me up but i'm gonna wow. be good tomorrow because i work from home so you know i'll just be i'll just be pushing the mouse around for eight hours <laughs> there's a little trick to that That's... one right <laughs> that sounds good that sounds good that's good good i'm glad to hear miss Miss Sennett over there in um, the West Coast, and I, I heard it's your last um, hoorah. Yeah. You know. Yes, sir. That's good. That's good. I'm happy to hear that. That's good. I'm not sure what your next project is or what your next step is, but whatever it is, it's going to be great. So, thank you. Thank you. you. Stay home, mom, for a couple of weeks and, or a month. See how long I can do, do it and how long my husband will support me doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. I have nothing to say there. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh but I know. welcome everyone. But yeah, I'm here. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, have thank a good you. Thanks for asking. Thank you for checking in. And thank you, Javette. I won't bother to ask you again. Marlon already asked. Sula, how are you doing? I know O'Neill says he's just listening. Uh, Sula, how are you doing? If you can speak. You put in the chat, she's at work and cannot. Okay, speak. all right. She did put in the chat. All right, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Well, just happy to have... Hi, every- Susie. <laughs> yeah, happy to have everyone here and happy to have our listeners who are logged on to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. If you missed any episodes, no worries. The replays are on right here on Clubhouse and... We also have archived shows available on janoradio.com. Last week, we wrapped up our conversation on cheating. Yep, we sure went down the rabbit hole. Not too much with that one, but yeah, we explored that topic. Here at Days After Dark, we believe that the building blocks of any relationship are communication, love, intimacy, and finance. We're also going to have our relationships um, advice segment in a days with Rosola and Marlon, but I'll be doing Rosola's part. We're not straining her voice tonight. We're going to be right back after this song. 
to start the conversation. Remember, tonight it's all about control. Just to get close to you, could we burn someday? And I'll run for miles just to get a taste. Must be up on the brain. If you're just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and ChanoRadio.com, welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, go ahead and click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other, and make meaningful connections. Thank you for being here with us. I'm Moments with me, your host, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sonette Rosolo and Marlon, as well as my faithful studio audience. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio, and the Clubhouse replays are on. So we're going to be, um, just another reminder that this is a safe space and a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. So you just heard uh, Love on the Brain, Rihanna. Before that, we heard from Tracy Chapman. Yeah. So tonight's conversation is all about control. Are you in control or are you controlling or are you being controlled? Uh, ladies, I would love for us to start with us. Um, so I think it's going to be me, Sonette, and Javette. Um, how would you describe yourself? Would you c consider yourself to be a controller? Just, or just someone who is in control of everything? And I'll start. Probably a little bit of both. I've been told. I don't see, but I've been told <laughs> when it comes that... Um, I'm controlling. But I had a conversation about it. And I'm like, am I controlling in a bad way or is it in a, is it in a good way? So I'm going to give you two perspectives. My mom's perspective is that, oh, you're just like your father. You have to, it's, you know, it's your way. It has to be your way. Things have to go the way you want it to go. And I'm like, huh. Not necessarily a bad thing when it comes to certain things, but it can come across as a little overbearing. Then from the perspective of my husband, yes, I am controlling. I like things done a certain way, but it's in, in some ways to maintain some sort of order in our home. I don't know if Marlon wants to add anything to that. Did I miss anything, Marlon? Huh. <laughs> huh. Don't do it, Marlon. No, do this it. is no. You know, let him do it, because this is where we need real honesty. Because you know something, I hope it will allow 
others who are listening to really do a self-check. I really want him to be honest about it. Well, you, you, you said basically um, everything about the control, like everything has to be your way. Um, that can be good and it can be bad, but what I'm ungrateful for, you're not the type of controlling um, uh, woman who is just telling me I can't go nowhere, I can't do this and I can't do that. And it's, you know, that part I'm appreciative because if you're that type of woman telling me if, if I want to go hang out with my friends or you're telling me I can't go, I'll be long gone. So, because I've been in a relationship like that before where it's just I'm trying to go out and it's, they're trying to start a fight with you because they don't want you to go out. You can't hang with your friends. So, and I said to myself, I would never do that again. So I have to give, you know, I have to give you that part. You don't control me in that part. But, <laughs> yes, you control everything else. You know, I, as a grown man, 48 years old, I, I still get $20 a week. You know. So, wow. <laughs> you know, so that part... <laughs> I'm out here busting my butt and I get $20 a week. And, uh, but it's all good. I appreciate it. I, I make it I make it stretch. Okay, that $20 has been for years, folks. Anyway, just kidding. Because um Yeah, for me, I try to keep a tight rein on certain things. Um especially when it comes to the kids, because they will waste everything. And a dollar is not easy to come by. And I guess I learned from my mom. She was always putting things away. I, th I think most Caribbean parents and most Jamaican parents do that. They hide things, right? They, they, they give you so much of, you know, so many pencils and that's supposed to serve you. And they give you this and, you know, in installments or in increments. And if, when you need more, you have to account for it. Right. Um, so that kind of, yeah, I, I, I got that from her. Um, but it's funny that I don't think my mom realizes that she is controlling too. So yeah, I learned from my parents about being controlling, but um, I try one thing I'll never be is the woman who is going to go through your phone. I'm not the woman who's going to call you every hour on the hour. Where are you? What you doing? Who you with? Whose voices that I hear in the background? I'll never be the woman who's going to tell you you can't talk to your friends. I'll never be that person. That's a big no-no because I don't want it done to me. I don't want anybody to tell me who I can talk to from who I can't talk to because I am the epitome of rebellious, right? So I don't do it to anyone because I don't want it done to me, right? I believe that in a relationship, I should be able to trust you and you should be able to trust me, all right? Um, so that's me. Javette, how would you describe yourself as a controller or someone who's easily controlled? So... I like being in control of things, but I don't consider myself a controlling person mm -hmm. because, again, I never want anyone to, just like what you just said, tell me what I can and cannot do. That never flew for me, even since I was young. I don't know if it's because all responsibility was put on me, so I just felt grown at the time, but even to this day, 
I don't like people telling me how long it should, especially at work. I don't like people telling me how long something, a task should take. Yes. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't like, um, someone, um, micromanaging me and how I move in, in the space of anything. But I think when it comes to relationships and work, there's all different types of controlling. I know that, um, giving up control for me can be a little vulnerable and maybe control is not the word to use. Um, so like, I'm a single person. I take care of myself. But if a man now comes into my life, I know that he may want to have some say over what may go on in my home. <laughs> <laughs> like I had an air conditioning, my air conditioning broke down and I'm not one to, I don't know how I'm going to do with a honey-do list. Let me just be honest with that. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can't wait for months for things to be fixed. Right. And I don't want anything, um, um, you know, how people have their friends that can do it or their homeboy that can do it. I'm like, no, I'm going to pay someone to do it and get it done properly. So I had an issue with a guy because he's like, my friend can come and do it. You don't have to pay. And I said, no, I have a homeowner warranty. And he took offense to that. Mm. He said that mm. I, I, I was just, I was, um, I don't know how to give up control. I don't know how to allow a man to be a man. And that was just kind of weird for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I never had to hide any food <laughs> <laughs> um, from my child because honestly, I believe she was just scared of me. So when I say don't do something, it just wasn't done. Okay. <laughs> and the same thing with my mom. She never had to hide any food or anything from us either. When she said don't touch something, it wasn't touch. Right. right. Okay. Um, so I, I think there's, there's differences between control and controlling, mm -hmm. you know, the mentality of the be behavior, you know, because I think the woman that tells a man where he can go, what he can do, I don't think that's control. I think that's like jealousy and you don't have any, um, what's the word? Not self-awareness. What's the word? Y'all can figure that out, but I've yeah. talked enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> insecure too, but Inse uh, that's insecurity. That's not yeah. really insecurity. controlling. So but, yeah. But to you, Miss Javette, that that young man who's telling you get upset because you have a you have a warranty. Yeah, he has issues, but there's, there's mm -hmm. no way if you, if you have warranty to take care of your AC or whatever you're gonna take care of, and he's gonna get upset over that because it's, he can't get it done or your friend can't fix it for you. I don't, I don't understand that. That's, he, that's he, he was a controlling narcissist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I don't understand that, but okay. Mm -mm. I couldn't deal with that either. Javette. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I could understand if you didn't have warranty or you didn't have, um, you know, anything to do. And he's like, let me get it done for you. I'll help you out, and you'll be like, you know, I got it, and you be like, no, I, you know, I'm going to help you. That You could you could decide, okay, I'm going to let him help me, but you you have the warranty. You've been paying for this warranty for so long. So if something happened, you use it. You know, if you don't use it, as they say, you lose it. So 
Um, yeah, that's 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 kind of weird. He he has All insecurity right. issues, Marlon. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, but over AC, I, yeah. I, I guess he, I, I guess he don't want to be too hot. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> hanging out with Miss Javette, that's all. <laughs> that, that that was the first red flag. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And it's I'm... always signs, though. It's always something. Sometimes you see it, but within the first twenty-one days, you're gonna see some sign with somebody. Guarantee that. Yeah. So, all right. Well, yeah. I'm done talking. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Javette. Appreciate it, Sonette. I don't know if you're able to speak because I know you have to sit with you. Um, would you consider yourself controlling or just being in control? I don't think think I'm controlling. I'm not, I don't, I don't have to think about it. I'm not controlling. Um, I like to be in control of my own stuff, but I don't let it spread into the partnership. Um, so I'm married to a Scorpio. So, I mean, maybe the zodiac thing doesn't affect everyone but i think it kind of does in some levels like this man he knows what he wants to do and he does it and he has his opinions and they're like and that's his opinion and you figure out how to move around and and trick him into thinking something else (laughs) (laughs) um but um but for the most part it's a it's a a, um you know we share things we talk about it we we um but am I controlling in some aspects? I think some in some aspects, yes. Like I want things done a certain way in in work, in um, in um, in other things. But within the relationship, I I tend to be a fallback with the right person because I trust that individual. But if I don't, there will never be that. Okay. Hope that makes sense. And yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> makes a whole lot of sense. I appreciate that. And I know O'Neill and Sula are just listening. So if they'd like to contribute, go right ahead. Type it in the chat. If you're able to open your mic and speak, go right ahead. All right. Um, I want to ask Ro a question. She came back. She can't Can talk, Marlon. She's hoarse. I don't care. Oh. Get some um, get some lemon, get some lemon and honey, cause I want I want to know. What don't let him do it. put it in the chat, right. Rosolo. Don't don't let him do it to you. Don't 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 let him pull you out. Don't don't do it, Rose. See, she's she's listening uh, to uh, me. I, I won't. I, I I leave her alone. I wait. I wait. Yeah, cause tomorrow. you know she gonna come for you when her voice is back on point. Okay, so I I'm, I'm kind of helping you too, Marlon. All right, so. For the next few questions, we're going to be drawing our reference from www.mindbodygreen.com. What does it mean to be controlling? A controlling person, according to them, is someone who attempts to maintain control, authority, and or decision-making power over other people and situations. Controlling behavior can include everything from directly telling someone what they can or cannot do to more discreet methods like guilt tripping, gaslighting, possessiveness. Oftentimes, the wants and needs of the person being controlled are completely dismissed or even disrespected. Anyone can have controlling tendencies and behaviors, including friends, family members, co-workers, and romantic partners. A person doesn't necessarily need to be a bad person 
to have controlling tendencies. All right, so where does this controlling behavior come from? Usually controlling another person comes from not feeling secure enough in yourself. So you have to exercise your control over another person. As somatic psychologist and author of Reclaiming Pleasure, Holly Richmond, PhD, tells MBG, which is Mind, mind Body Green, um, controlling behavior often looks like insecure, anxious attachment. For example, if you're not with me, I can't soothe myself. So I have to know where you are every second. In other words, controlling behavior is a product of anxiety and fear of the unknown. Sometimes it can be fear of what's going to happen. And there's this bad movie playing in our head. Huh? I'm not mute. Can you um, hear me? We couldn't. We couldn't. Are you hearing me? You break. You went. We can. You were gone. You cannot though. Okay, it's saying I have a poor connection. I'm not sure what's going on. Now you're breaking up. Now the you're in the stopping. matrix. You're in the matrix right now. Something is wrong. Okay, I'm gonna go to. Let me go to music real quick and let me know. You better. No, you're good. I'm good now. Okay, what was the last thing you heard yeah, clearly? Good now, yeah. What was the last thing you heard clearly? Nothing. <laughs> so everything that I read went down the drain. Person. Oh, okay. All right. No problem. Much. All right. So I'll start over. I'll be happy to. No problem. Thank you so much. Appreciate your letting me know. I don't know what happened there. Uh, hold on one second. Uh, we heard the first paragraph. Hmm. Huh. Okay. So what does it mean to be controlling? You heard that one. Okay. So let's go on to what, where does this controlling behavior come from? Usually controlling another person comes from not feeling secure enough in yourself. So you have to exercise your control over another person. As somatic psychologist and author of Reclaiming Pleasure, Holly Richmond, PhD, tells us, controlling behavior often looks like insecure, anxious attachment. For example, if you're not with me, I can't soothe myself, so I have to know where you are every second. In other words, controlling behavior is a product of anxiety and fear of the unknown. Sometimes it can be a fear of what's going to happen. And there's this bad movie playing in our head, but sometimes it's the not knowing. For someone who has control issues or a fear of the unknown, they often do not trust themselves or feel secure enough to meet any challenge or tolerate an unknown situation. So in order to regain some sense of security, they exercise their will in any way they can. Interesting. But while I'm reading that, here's what's coming in my mind. Do we learn our controlling behavior from our parents? Because when you're a child, you have to report to them and they are overly concerned for good reason. And I can only imagine in this landscape now, we are more concerned probably than our parents were, right? Um, but they had to know where you were, who you were talking to. Every second of your day had to be accounted for. Could it be that 
we learned it from there, but didn't realize that we can't pass that or bring that into our relationships, that it stays in the um, parental mode and not in the intimate relationships. Are you asking that question? Yeah, I am. I really am. I'm just here thinking as, as, I, was, as I was reading it, Javed, and I'm wondering, huh, could it be that's where we get that behavior from, the controlling behavior from some women or some men? I I, I personally don't think so. Okay. Because I'm, I'm thinking about like when you're a child and you're taught to um, share your toys but then you want to just there. There's going to be times where you don't care. You're just going to keep it for yourself. I'm I'm looking at control like that. I don't know if I shouldn't be looking at it that way or not. Hmm. I think control and controlling has different aspects. Hmm. Okay. But I can say I think you somewhat can learn from your parents or what you've seen around you, whoever, you know, you feel like if you see your mom doing it to your dad or your dad doing it to your mom, you think that's the way it's supposed to be. So I believe a lot of us, we, we see it with our parents and we're like, okay, I see my mom do it, so why can't I do it too? And, and it just come off natural because of what you see. I think some people is just born a controller you know but some of it is is learned from your parents you know but yeah that that's that's my belief so give me an example of what we would learn from our parents for instance if you see your if you see your mom is um always telling your father what to do you know vice versa and you see it every day or you see your mom um, taking, you know, whatever, just doing stuff, and you and your dad just just do it, um, without any questions or without anything, and it's just like it's her way or no way. But I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it. But if you see your mom just doing some stuff, and your dad is like, why she keep doing this? But he keep he keep letting her control him. I think you know, I, was, I know happens. what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about because, yeah, there are a lot of people who... Are you hearing me? Because I do have the red bar again. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, I think I understand what you're saying, Marlon, because there are folks who come out of homes where the, the mother is really controlling and um, the husband has no say, absolutely zero say in anything. Um, if he attempts to say anything... She shuts him down immediately. He can have no opinion. Um, not even as far as it goes to what's for dinner. He has no choice. It's whatever she cooks, that's what he eats, whether he likes it or not. He has to be home by a certain time. Um, he has to wear exactly what she tells him to wear. Um, yeah. And the children grow up and they bring that, they think that is how a relationship is supposed to work because their parents are together for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. So they feel, well, it worked for my parents. It's going to work for me. Not knowing that a lot of times the husband who is being controlled by the woman is suffering in silence. 
and just has reserved, you know, or resigned rather himself to just stay there for the sake of keeping the family together. He's not necessarily happy. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's it, Mr. Red. That's what it is. So, yeah, that's what I was trying to say. That's what happened when you have another half. <laughs> but, but, and so I'm going to just get just a little bit of pushback. Yeah, sure. Uh, is is that mm. so if you see that in the dynamic of your family wouldn't you also see whether it makes your either parent happy or not you probably see but you ignore it mm. remember yeah i think we probably ignore a lot of stuff what we see because we tend to gravitate to the person who is running the home. So even if you're the, 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 the dad or the mom is, is the person just sitting in the corner, the kids see that. And a lot of kids, we, 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 we can't, oh, I want to be like mommy. Because, you know, you just don't know. So mommy talks to daddy and he just sit there, do nothing. You know, so... And they, and as, as uh, Mormon said, and then we grew up like that. A lot of us, not all, not all, but some of us grew up like that and feel like that's the way we're supposed to be. That's the way we're supposed to bring it to a relationship. Then not knowing that, you know, it, it, it is hurting, can hurt the other partner, you know, or inside as Mormon was saying. And then it happens for a lot of us to stay in a relationship because of the wrong reason, because a lot of us, is not happy. And I believe it's a high percentage percentage of us in a relationship and we're not happy because we cannot be ourselves, you know, because for whatever reasons. So um yeah, but that's it, Ms. Javette. Go ahead and push back. I know you got it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta control this situation. No, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> But, you know, you know the reason the reason why I can speak about that too, Ms. Javette, is my last relationship I had, it was like that. She saw her mom control her dad to the T and she, she and, and she she brought it into the relationship. But not only her, her sisters you too know, did it. And her sister and her sisters doing the same thing up to this day with with their with their husbands. Um, and I and I can tell you this for a fact: not one of those husbands are happy. So that's why I can speak on certain things because, and I've been through it, and I went through. It, and I know I know people going through certain things because it's is what they see, and, and you know they have see their mom do to their dad. So yeah, yeah. No, I I, I get it. I understand. I guess I always kind of. Like a man that um hurts his wife, you know, mentally and physically. Um, I see that as I guess I see it when I'm when I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it from a person like really hurting mm -hmm. versus versus being in charge of what goes on in a home. I guess that's more so where my mind. Yeah. So let's go a little deeper. 
what are some common examples of controlling behavior? Calling, calling the shots. Simply put, controlling behavior can look very basically like controlling all the decision-making in, in the relationship, romantic or not. Dr. Richmond says this can include everything from trying to decide whether the other person can travel, where they go out to eat, what to order, or who their friends are. Yeah. You know those couples where the husband has to hide and talk to his friends or the wife has to hide and talk to her friends? Disrespecting privacy and boundaries, whether a parent, a friend, or a partner, disrespecting someone else's boundaries and privacy is controlling behavior. You see it in parents who take the doors of their child's room, for example, or a partner who repeatedly denies your need for space and time alone. Um, that door thing, let me tell you something. Growing up, Rosola will tell you, we could not close our room door. <laughs> that room door stays open. Yep. And it's, yep. Yeah, and it's weird because at 48, almost 49, going home, I don't even close my room door. I don't even. It stays there. My mom is the one who will come and pull up the door. The, the door stays open. Because in the back of my mind, once you go home, it's like, okay, your door stays open. You don't close that door. It's weird, right? How things stay with you. <laughs> you dare not close yeah, that door. So true. So, so, so true. And you know what? what I'll stay with you too, where... Every time I go in my mom's room, I have to knock on the door. Oh. And uh, when her door is closed. Now, my kids don't even knock on the door. They just come in. They come right in. Like, and I'm like, whoa, hello. What if I was in here naked? And they look at yeah. you like they don't care. But, but well, what did y'all not do? Y'all I don't know. Javette, I don't know. Because the funny thing is, all four of them um, were with my parents in their much younger days, right? And they would, especially son number two and son number three, those two middle ones, never knocked. They just walked in on my parents, in, into my parents' room. They literally, it's as though they were the kings of the house. Son number one would knock on my mom's door. Son number four would knock, but the two in between wouldn't knock. But right now, I'll be using the bathroom and son number one comes and stands up there and it's like, okay. I'm like, you see me using the bathroom? He don't care. It's just another day. I don't know what it is, Javette. I cannot explain it. I'm trying to understand. And no matter how I say, can you knock? Mm -mm. Nope. They, they just bust the door, come right in. I don't so know. So do you I'll reciprocate that behavior to them? When they're in their rooms, are their doors closed? They close their doors. I do knock. Then stop knocking and go in. You're going to catch them. Well, you may not like what you find them doing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I don't knock. I just go in. I don't knock in the doors. I just open and go in. So if they're doing something they ain't supposed to, that's all right. Uh, I, guess I, I guess I catch it in my eye. <laughs> 
Micro Solo wrote in the but, chat. Yeah. Yes, they got to do what we couldn't. I've complained to Auntie about this before. It's, I don't know. That is a fact. Right? They, they, they get away with a lot. But grand, but grand, grandparents are different. Yeah. Grandparents go crazy once they become a grandparent. That's all I'm going to say. But disrespect and privacy and boundaries. Constant checking in. There's nothing wrong with checking in with someone while they're out from time to time. But as Richmond notes, if it's incessant or seems increasingly agitated, that's a sign they're coming from a controlling place. For example, she says, if you're out to dinner with your friends and your partner keeps texting, where are you? Who are you with? Send me a picture so I can see where you are. That right there definitely controlling someone was in the room with us um some weeks ago and said they were out and um some rupture happened because the person must have heard somebody's name called out and felt the person was there with another woman and yada yada it's come on come on and i say this all the time you can't stop a person from doing what they're gonna do anyway they're gonna find a way to get it done they're going to sneak and get it done. Unless you're going to be around them 24-7. Unless you are going to be around them 24-7. But if there's nothing wrong with checking in. So as far as Marlon and I go, when, when he, if he goes out with his friends, he'll call me when he gets to wherever he's going. Hey, I'm here. Just let you know I'm here. Okay, all right. Have fun. Get home safe. He will call me when he's leaving. Hey, heading home now. All right, get home safe. I'm not going to call you. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Who you're with? I don't have time for that. No. Enjoy yourself. You're out there. Enjoy yourself. Um, picking unnecessary fights. Picking fights seemingly out of nowhere can also be a control tactic because to a controlling person, negative attention is better than no attention. This is especially true if they pick fights while you're out without them. It's because of their abandonment issues and insecure attachment. This fear that you'll choose someone else and you being out in the world makes that more of a possibility than if you were home with them. Negative attention is better than no attention. Now we're understanding toxicity and why people thrive on it. Mm. So they'd rather have a negative attention than no attention. Huh. It's all about them. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand it a little because I've, as I said before, I, you know, people are trying to pick a fight with me when I want to go out and so I can stay home and, you know, do stuff to you where you have to stay home. But I never thought negative. Well, okay. So, so let me know. ask you a question, Marlon. When you had to stay home, what were you staying home and doing? Were they engaging in conversation with you? Were you guys playing games? Were you like watching a movie? Mm, what? 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 Nothing. <laughs> uh, 
um, not a nothing. I it's like now we fight, we argue, whatever, whatever the reason is, we argue about it, and then she don't talk to me, and we sit, and I sit there like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can't say what I want to say, but it, it it's woof. Yeah, I got, I like I, all I can say is that I give thanks. I'm not there anymore, and um. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So Rosola put in the chat, sometimes they take the negative attention because they fear the other side of the coin, which is not having anyone to call. That is toxic as heck. I'm sorry, I couldn't do that. Mm-mm. Go ahead, Javette. Mm-mm. I think some people don't know how to sit within themselves. Yeah, yeah, understand what I mean yeah. when I say that? Yeah, I, mm. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Some people aren't problem. happy with themselves, Javette. Yeah. I have no problems being by myself. <laughs> there are people who are not happy with themselves, so they have to be around people or have someone in their life at all times. They're afraid of themselves, literally. They're afraid of their thoughts. But really and truly, though, how many how many of us we really date ourselves? <laughs> you know, <laughs> we are so scared of our own selves. We don't really want to date our own selves. I think you. I think dating yourself doesn't necessarily mean you have to be out. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm no, just no, saying. No. I'm, no, no, I'm not saying like that, Mister. But I'm saying like, would you pick up somebody just like you? Would you date somebody? exactly like the way you are you know it, it it's it can be scary so a lot of us won't even that's what i mean like date, dating yourself you wouldn't even date your own self oh, okay yeah i'm a unicorn i'll be good no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so rosola put another comment in the chat um or control people and make others unhappy hurt people hurt people Misery loves company. That's true. I've heard that thing said so many times, and I've come to realize that it is true. Hurt people don't know anything else but hurt, and they don't know how to impart anything else but hurt. So it may not be intentional, the hurt that they're um, distributing may not be intentional, but it happens, right? Controlling spending. Financial control is very real. That's why I give Marlon $20 a week. And one of the quickest ways a controlling person can make someone dependent on them. Richmond says this can look like dictating what's purchased, dictating a budget, and or being overly critical about another person's purchases. And I'll own that one. I'll own it. I'll own it. I think I, 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 I need to move to Georgia. <laughs> how much? How much are you gonna give me, Ro? Or Texas? I move to Texas. I don't. I think Ro Ro gonna give me twenty five. How, how much are you gonna give me, Mr. Javette? I gotta see what the discretionary income look like. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm still stuck on this twenty dollars a week. I'll tell her. I'll tell her. Listen. We don't, we don't even keep cash on us, right? 
But that $20 is his lotto money. So anything he needs to buy, he he has his debit card or his credit card. No, Marlon, I have my, head, my hand on my head like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah, that, that $20, but it lasts me for the week. So because if it don't last, I ain't getting no more till next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, here, but here, and on a serious note, though, here's the thing. Both of us can't be the same, right? Marlon is the type of like, oh, yeah, get that, get that, get that. And I'm like, is this man calculating the, 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 the account? Does he know that? <laughs> or what we are going to be spending? No, he does not. He's just like, yeah, get that, yeah, get that, yeah, get that, do that, do that. And I have to be like, whoa, slow down. So somebody has to pull the reins in. Somebody has to. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to look at it as controlling because the truth is he has, he can use the debit card. He, he has never been one to use the debit card. That's the weirdest thing about him. He doesn't. Yeah, because, you know, I'm so, um, what the word I'm looking for? Um, I just have to spend my twenty. You know, <laughs> you know what? I don't wanna. If I, You're if traumatized. I, if I card, so traumatized. he's so afraid of spanking. So he's scared. Afraid of his, he's afraid of spanking. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Okay. <laughs> he's traumatized. Yeah, I'm, I'm, tra- I'm traumatized. Not from me. Oh, Let's it. get that clear. Just and, like y'all, you corrected me well. last week. You had to clarify. <laughs> you wanted me to clarify. You better clarify on that one. Not from no, me. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not from you, but that, that trauma is real. So, yeah, it's all good though. I, I I make actually I make that twenty dollars stretch for the week though, so you guys can try it too. <laughs> and the thing is, he takes lunch you with him every a- day. Uh, I was saying he needs to teach a class. Like, how do you make twenty dollars stretch for the week in, um, in Florida or <laughs> in anywhere? Yeah, that that's just in his pocket. He usually he uses that to buy a lotto. Yeah, because yeah, I'm listening, Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what? No, I'm not that bad, folks. I'm not that bad. Not that bad. Um, isolating you. If someone is actively seeking to isolate you from friends and family, that's a surefire sign they want to control you. Not only does this limit your support system, but it reinforces your dependence on the controlling person, similar to when they control spending. It comes down to limiting the resources you have, so you have to rely on them. Never allow anyone to alienate you from your friends or your family because God forbid something happens. They leave you, they die, whatever. You're going to need that same set of friends, those same family members who are going to look at you and say, "Oh, oh, now you need us. Now you remember us. They're not because you have not shared what's going on in your relationship. They're going to think that, you know, oh, so you think you're better than us. That's why you don't want to talk to us anymore. Oh, but now you're back on earth. You realize you need us. Don't let anybody take yeah, you away from your friends and family. I understand what you're saying there, but a, um, a true family, they would understand. 
Um, Not yes, necessarily, you, Marlon. They will give you a pushback, and they will probably, um, you know, give you the give you hell and say a certain thing. But I think some of them, when it comes to family, some of them will some of them will understand. Some, not all. Okay. All right. So mm-hmm. we're halfway through, and I want to just ask Alton. Oh, yeah, I'm turning oh, it to you him. Want to say something. Yeah, I'm gonna give him the mic. But before Alton, I'm gonna ask you a question. Do you consider yourself a controlling person or are you just in control? Mm, I would say me particularly, I'm a 50-50. And the in control portion is a lot of times because people, I'm trying to word this correctly without sounding a surgery. I understand. I get it. So the in control person has to be I have to be sometimes the one to take charge of situations because most of the in any situation like I tell a lot of folks and they see me in action is that I get super focused when things are going awry around me. And I calm down versus getting hyped up. And you always, there always has to be a person that stays focused and calm during any situation and able to make rational decisions. I I try not to make any decisions based on emotions more, more so on rationale. Um, so that part is there. And as far as, in control. Mm, sometimes there people may don't want to make decisions or the decisions that they make, they don't have a thorough thought process through. Mm-hmm. They just say, let's just go ahead and do this and see what works. Where I, on the other hand, before I make a decision, it's probably been thought about weeks on months on years before I actually say, okay, let's do this. If that any of that makes sense to me. Let's ask Javette because her PTR has me cracking up. Javette. <laughs> what did she say? I'm looking at her. Go ahead, Javette. <laughs> even know what the PTR says. I was looking for a police because I was because of um his profession. Mm-hmm. That's why he's used to being in control because you know that is that was or is or that's how he that's his makeup mm-hmm. so and that goes down and i can i can say if i'm ever in his presence anything that'll go down i know he'd be the first one to just like you know hey do this you know i was trying to find the popos but i don't know what that was <laughs> <laughs> okay got it got it got it makes sense what you said makes a lot of sense um what I'm gathering um, from you, Otoda, is level-headed, rational, um, works well under pressure, <laughs> knows how to think clearly under pressure. Let me put it that way. Am I right? Yes. And honestly, maybe an hour and a half ago, I was on the phone with a friend having this same kind of conversation <laughs> about people being level-headed versus not being level-headed. 
And it always it amazes me that you'll be surprised at the amount of people that just lose their minds when they have to make a decision right on the spot versus the people that that can actually slow time down to make a a proper decision, so to speak. Yeah. At that moment in time. Yeah. All right. And Larry just had the same kind of conversation. Wow. I I think you have you have to have situation like for me. So my daughter has um, sickle cell. So whenever she was hospitalized, I did not want to show her any type of negative emotion because she was already going through something. Right. Mm -hmm. So I I've kind of built up this 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 way of being that I'm not going to break down until maybe afterwards. It doesn't matter what it may be. Okay. If you see me break down, you really did something. And when I say break down, that means either jump on you, (laughs) cuss you out, (laughs) break down, or just like cry breakdown. Because I've built up this thing in me that I have to be Mm level-headed when it comes to things. So even when I go out with my friends and we do things or whatever, like I'm the one that's saying, okay, we coming in this place. Here's the exit. Here's this. This is how you need to be. Such and such and such. We're going to meet such and such here if we get separated. It, it it just came from the things that I had to do in life. Yeah. Yeah. The next uh, one. Can I ask you <laughs> yeah, a question? Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Marlon, and then um, I'll talk. Go ahead. I just want to ask you a question. How is your daughter doing with that? Um, so how, old, how old is your daughter now, anyways? My daughter is 24 years old and she is she is beautiful because I took control. I didn't let the doctors <laughs> just have to be honest. But, there is not, the reason why I'm asking because I have that same sickle cell in my family because my sister passed away from it. So I, when they heard that, it, it just brought back memories to my, you know. So that's why I was asking how she's doing and is there any up-to-date treatments and stuff she's getting or they have a lot of treatments but because you know everyone has a different level of it it's Mm -hmm. not the same she will never be a part of those treatments okay i think the other reason why she's doing great is because i took control i didn't just the western medicine and the western doctor tell me how she's going to be and this what she needs to be Okay. All right. I will just check in because I've been through it. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Rosola, your mic is open. Not sure if you're aware. Oh, Tata, go right ahead. Uh, I just wanted to say I really commend you, Javette, on what you just said about your daughter and taking control. There's too many times that we let the Western medicine dictate what our family needs and they just do a generic needs basis versus a personalized need basis. So I'm I'm happy that you actually took charge and not let them dictate how your family's well being will be. Yeah. And the, the second thing that I wanted to say was that um the, the taking charge of being level headed 
a lot more people need to actually sit and focus and actually, because you can practice that and be very competent on what needs to happen. When I walk into some somewhere, the people that I roll with know that know me, and I've already scoped everything out. And when I walk in, I'm looking at all the patrons and everybody. And my friends always say, if they see me moving, they're moving too. <laughs> when you move, I move just like that. Just like that. Yep. <laughs> Hey, and we have a saying, knees to chest, <laughs> knees to chest. They they know what that means. Beat the feet. We're out of here. Wow. All right. That, that's good. That, that That is good. You need somebody like that in the pack, in, you know, in the group of friends. Somebody mm-hmm. has to have their level of awareness up there. Moments. Can I just say one yeah, thing? Yeah, sure. Go right ahead. And I'm not saying that I negated Western medicine. But I am thankful that I am I am from where I'm from and we're from where we from. So we believe in herbs and other things and positive thinking and all of that. So I didn't there, I'm not saying there's something wrong with Western medicine. That's all I wanted to say. Right. Well, we know that. But I, I get you. I get why you'd want to make the disclaimer. Totally get it. Totally get it, Javette. Thank you. So guilt tripping. Yeah, that can look like a lot of things, such as making you feel guilty for not having sex, for not spending enough time with them, or for wanting more alone time. Richmond says, you don't find me sexy anymore, turns into, I guess you don't love me, which is sexual coercion. So careful, watch out for that guilt tripping. Over time, this can lead to doubt, or at least deprioritize their own needs. And as therapist, Mariel Bouquet, who's a PhD, previously told mindbodygreen.com, if the thought of sharing your true feelings makes you feel guilty, that's a sign there is control at the center of your relationship. And I, I want to agree to some extent, because if you're in a relationship, that's your partner is the person you should be able to bury your soul with talk about whatever you're feeling your emotions whether good or bad right that's that's who you can be free let let your hair down relax your shoulders curl curve your back you don't have to have your back straight right that that's totally important insecurity in the bedroom richmond says the insecurity that drives controlling behavior can cross over into the bedroom one example she says can be if a partner doesn't want to use sex toys as a couple let's say a female partner didn't get off and grabs her vibrator a controlling partner may feel threatened or diminished by that and say no sex toys in the bedroom never thought about that well yeah insecurity in the bedroom if someone is wow interesting we've had that conversation yeah yeah come to <laughs> um, think of it yeah I, so the the guilt tripping and the not wanting to use um toys like you just said i don't necessarily see that as controlling if you're speaking your feelings mm-hmm. and you need to satisfy yourself 
So it's you. So the thing is, you didn't have an orgasm. You reach for the sex toy. They feel intimidated because they feel as though they're not able to satisfy you. And I think um, it becomes an issue for the partner if every time you have sex, you never have an orgasm with them or they're not able to allow you to have an orgasm, you're constantly reaching for the vibrator, then they're feeling diminished more and more each time. So I think I get what they're saying. That could lead to the insecurity. So now the person is like, okay, am I able to please this person? So when this person is here moaning and groaning with me and saying it feels good, are, are they being honest with me? Because every time we're finished, she's reaching for this vibrator. She's reaching for this toy. Is the toy better than me? They may see her go purchase another one. But like Another one? What are you doing with another one? You don't need another one. Get rid of them. I don't know. Instead of trying to figure out their partner, having a conversation with their partner. And I think the insecurity could lead to becoming something that's unhealthy. That's what I think. I don't know if I'm making sense. But I'm looking at it from that perspective. No, you're making sense. You're making sense. I, I, as you, I, you, know, you make sense. I could understand what you're saying too about reaching for the toy every time you're done. Um, as you, and and I, I can say the same. You're right. You can. Um, let's figure this out. Let's let's talk through this. What am I doing wrong? What do you need? What do you need me to do to to get you there? You know, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, we will get jealous of them toys. <laughs> You know, because if the toys is doing the job and they can't do it, I'm I'm gonna be jealous. So, you know, I, I, I now I now I need to figure it out. You know, but yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah, gaslighting, gaslighting, or making someone question their own experience by denying or deflecting is another way a controlling person will try to manipulate another. As therapist Aki Rosenberg previously told MBG, gaslighting at its core is always about self-preservation and the maintenance of power or control, namely the power or control to construct a narrative that keeps the gaslighter in the right and their partner in the wrong. You know, some people have their own version of how a story goes or a sequence of events. And you'll be trying to tell them, no, that's not how it goes. But they are insistent and they become convincing. Yeah. Hmm. Speak your truth and hold on. I, to, hold on to your truth. Go ahead, Javet. I don't I don't get that one. OK, so gaslighting at its core. Let me go back to it is always about self-preservation and the maintenance of power or control, namely the power or control to construct a narrative that keeps the gaslighter in the right and their partner in the wrong. For example, let, let me see how I can use Marlon and I in this situation. Um, I have my interpretation of how our relationship started. He has his version. His version may be true, but because there is something in his version that may make me feel some type of way, I 
promote my version and if we're together and possibly talking to a third party i might become loud i might become boisterous to try to convince the listening party or parties that my version is correct and his is not does that make sense can so, i say that that's not how i define it you go ahead with your your definition your interpretation yeah. um i'm sorry Jeanette, you were saying something yeah, yeah. i'm sorry Jeanette, you were gonna say something i thought gaslighting was like donald trump on a daily basis. Uh, some aspects, yes. I would agree with you on some aspects of that. Okay. Psychological so manipulation. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So like, so like, okay, so moments will come down. I'm sorry, um, Marlon, I'm going to use you two as a couple. Just as an yeah, example no, that's people, fine. Not, not real situations, right? No, that's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. So, so moments will come down to the kitchen and she'll say, um, you know, I'm really tired. I'd rather not wash the dishes today. And Marlon would say, but you love to wash the dishes. That's your favorite thing to do. And even though she doesn't want to wash the dishes, he's going to keep pushing and saying things like to just totally disregard the things that she's saying about what she wants to do because he wants her to think the way he's thinking. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yeah, in some aspects, you're spot on. Psychological manipulation, right? Some of sometimes it can be very subtle, and sometimes it can be very um. What's the right is is overt the right word to use? I don't even know right now. It's like you can say, "Oh my, you know, I don't like the way my hair looks today," but but you but you like that style. You've been doing that style for fifteen years. Doesn't mean I don't like the way it looks today. And they're gonna tell you, but you've always said you love it that way. Yeah, it's just gaslighting. Is is it's subtle it can be really subtle and make you feel like you're dumb and yeah. that's the main thing they make you feel like you don't know what you're talking about all right so thank you Sunette, because while you were talking so i jumped over here to another page examples of gaslighting gaslighting involves the covert use of mind games that make it difficult to know if you are even experiencing gaslighting and that is the point Right. So very subtle, as as Sunette pointed out. So according to a licensed therapist, Alyssa Leo Mancoa, common examples of gaslighting phrases include the following. You're making things up. That never happened. You're being dramatic. You're blowing things out of proportion. So in the case of men, the example that I used with me and marlon where he has his version i have mine i know his version is the correct one but i am coming across as though he's making things up and the way he's um talking about it or describing it never happened so yeah there are various ways to um that gaslighting can be portrayed or can be identified but i think now that we to what Sunet mentioned um you want to wear your hair down but he wants it up so he says something to make you feel that 
you look better with it up and you go along with it not realizing it's really to his benefit right Sinet? yeah okay yeah okay there we go perfect thank you so mm-hmm. <laughs> different different degrees yeah javette makes sense or no yes okay all right good doing things only so you are indebted to them another control tactic some people will use is doing nice things nice things for others but only so those people are indebted to them this is common in one-sided friendships where the friend only does things for their own gain but it can certainly happen in romantic relationships too once the good deed is done this person may repeatedly bring it up remind you that you owe them and let it hang over your head just like i remind marlon every day he's the reason i'm no longer a 10 because i had his children yeah you know what um i'm gonna i'm uh, i don't know if this is the <laughs> gaslighting part but i'm gonna say it anyways you know because when i got you you know what let me let me because i know exactly where you're going go ahead and say it. don't it choke you, know, you say it mm. uh, i'm gonna put it out there uh when i got you you, you weren't a 10 baby you know <laughs> I I got you about a five. And you fix me up. Yep, that's yep, that's I, what he I says all the time. To where you at now? So <laughs> you, you you can say what you want. Yeah, Marlon, I've been hearing that for years, but um, sort of disappointed. Yes, that's gaslighting. Whatever. <laughs> Go ahead, Javette. Yeah, I know you were gonna say something. Go right ahead. Laughing, just laughing. <laughs> Oh my jealousy! And, uh, Go ahead. Hold on, but you said gaslighting is like if I like if I like your hair down and uh, and you like it up, and I keep telling you um, to wear it to wear it down. That's gaslighting. You will say things to. Okay, let me go back to what Sunet was the example. No, 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 I, I kind of understand it. Okay. But what if I prefer? What if I prefer to see your hair down? I like it like that. But should you know, I have it down yeah. all the time? Because that's how you want to see it. What about me what and that? my feelings? I'm just. I, I mean, I, I understand what you you're know saying. What I mean? But yeah. if I love to see you like that, I, you know, I think that makes you look extra. <laughs> not a, not a, not a, not a, not a, not a, not a ten. Probably, a, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, something else. <laughs> Let me stop. And I don't know why you bring up the hair okay. thing because Marlon likes my hair straight. I prefer it curly. Hmm. The boys like my hair straight. I prefer it curly. Just checking, but all right, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> no, gaslighting would be if you told her that she made a mistake. And that she put the wrong products on it. She did something wrong to get that way. That's a preference. Oh, That's not okay. Okay. So I got to make stuff. All right. Thank you for yeah, explaining you, that. You got you to be sneaky about it. That, that, that's gaslighting. <laughs> I make her feel dumb. <laughs> All right. Thank you for explaining that. I was trying to, I was, I, I was like, 
Am I supposed to feel bad when I say stuff like that? But okay. Mm. That's just Marlon, Marlon, you should know by now. You're victims gaslighting all the time. I hear it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Thank I you, for that. Thank you. <laughs> Marlon, you, you are such a gaslighter. It isn't even funny. But anyway, not, we still love you. Yeah, we do. Um, 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 I actually meant that Michelle gaslights you all the time. But I'm really so that like, Oh, you gotta blow my cover. I still love you, but I <gasps> Marlon, what do, Marlon, what do you do to have these women always taking up for you? I'm just me <gasps> myself. That's oh, all. Boy. They love me for me. You're always winning. That's all right. So, uh, jealousy. Jealous behavior can range from harmless to extreme. But according to Richmond, when you approach the extreme end, that's when things begin to get controlling. Uh, perhaps your partner doesn't like you hanging out with friends of a specific gender or posting pictures of yourself online. This lack of trust triggers their insecurities and makes their need to control you even greater. Narcissism. Trying to grab control of everything is archetypal. Am I saying this word right? A-R-C-H-E-T-Y-P-A-L. Uh, thank you thank you so much. yeah okay there you go there's the word folks grab onto it narcissist behavior right um it means it's like a prototype like this is definitively what a narcissist is like ah okay thank you thank you and so according to licensed therapist um Margulis, she explains that because narcissists are continually disappointed with the imperfect way life unfolds, they try to control it as much as possible. They want and demand to be in control, and their sense of entitlement makes it seem logical to them that they should be in control of everything. Hmm. Does anybody know how to spot out a narcissist? I don't. Mm -hmm. hmm. There are several ways. Yeah. Yeah. Javette, why are you crying? <laughs> I just looked down when he said it. With their oh, fake, no. no tears coming down. They just crying. <laughs> <laughs> Javette, you find some PTR, boy. <laughs> She's on, she's on fire. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is definitely going to be a two-part um, conversation because narcissism takes us down another avenue, right? They talk about 15 signs you're dealing with a narcissist. Yeah. So we're going to talk that about... Many? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to get... I think I want us to talk about that next week because remember, controlling is not just in our intimate relationships. It's in the workplace. It's in with parents. It's with friends you know we ourselves and you know this is a way for us to turn the lens on ourselves for, for on ourselves for a moment um conditional love a licensed therapist Weena Cullings explained that conditional love is a controlling behavior for example a controlling parent may withhold love as a control tactic Withholding love, affection, or approval when a child fails to meet their standard, she says, 
is a sign of a controlling parent. But that same principle applies in relationships too. Wow. Yeah. I, in in a relationship, a narcissist is someone that everything that comes out of his mouth, everything that he says has to be right and it has to be their way. It can never be anything different from what they're saying or what they're thinking. So no wiggle room? No wiggle room at all. Okay. All right. Welcome, Dre. Thank you for coming in. Tonight's conversation is about control. Are you in control or are you controlling? So far, we have asked the questions, what does it mean to be controlling? Where does this controlling behavior come from? And what are some common examples of controlling behavior? Now, let's look at how to respond to a controlling person. A romantic partner, for example. This is also from mindbodygreen.com. In a controlling relationship, the big question is whether to stay or leave. If you've realized you're in a controlling relationship that's abusive, reach out for help immediately. You can call, chat, or text a hotline for support. If there isn't abuse and you believe your partner is open to adjusting their behavior, the first step is to, to open up a conversation about what's going on. First, you'll want to establish a time you both can sit down and talk about what's been bothering you. For example, you could say something along the lines of, when you text me constantly while I'm out with my friends, I feel as though you do not trust me. And when I don't feel trusted, I feel diminished and like you don't think I can take care of myself. That really makes me feel like the underdog in this relationship and like you have more power and I don't like feeling powerless. Hmm. And they come back and say, the only reason I do that, babe, is because I love you mm. and I just... <laughs> I just want to make sure you're safe and and everything's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, licensed therapist Rachel Wright adds that you can also use her AEO framework for structuring the conversation. The A, acknowledge the issue. E, explain the emotions. And O, offer a solution or request, such as what I'd really like is that when we're out with our friends, there isn't an expectation that we respond to each other super quickly. What do you think? From there, how they respond will be telling. Do they take accountability and change their behavior? If not, and they continue to disrespect your boundaries, it's probably best to walk away. 100%. One hundred percent. Yeah. Now in the case, not, go ahead, Javet. Go ahead. Not even with a narcissist. Just being in a relationship, when you have expressed that something someone is doing doesn't suit you or fit right with you, and they keep doing it, that's a form of disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Now let's look at it as a friend. And here's the thing. Whether um, relationships, intimate or not, 
I believe every relationship is trial and error because there's no handbook. I don't give you a handbook. I don't even have a handbook for myself. I'm constantly evolving. Today I might like something. Today I may be able to tolerate something. And tomorrow it's a no, depending on where I'm at, right? So we have to give a little bit of grace and we have to have a little bit of compassion somewhere in there has to be injected but i think what's important is if i say to you or if you say to me i don't like a particular thing it makes me feel this way and you go to the extent to make me understand why you don't like a particular behavior or speech i should respect that but in telling me why it makes you uncomfortable, also allow me to explain why, right? And then we have the mutual understanding. And then out of respect for you, okay, I know I'm not supposed to do this around Javette, or I know I'm not supposed to say that because when I do this or say that, it makes her feel this way, right? If I consider you a friend, I am going to take your feelings into consideration. But I have to be open to hear your side too, right? It, I can't just keep saying something and not care about how it makes Javette feel. If Javette has pointed out to me, hey, I don't like when you call me that, or I don't like when you touch me there, I need to respect that. Am I making sense? I hope so. Exactly. That's why I'm not calling you beautiful anymore because you said you doesn't <laughs> like how it makes you feel. that you're, you're something else in the case of a controlling friend many of the aforementioned principles apply um finding a time finding the time to talk and expressing your honest concerns if they respond well and actually change their behavior there's a sign the relationship can be salvaged if not you can create some space or choose to end the friendship entirely as therapist tiana leads previously explained ending the relationship or the friendship may be as simple as no longer initiating contact or plans as frequently and allowing the connection to naturally fade what Lori harvey said is if it doesn't serve me anymore i keep it moving now let's talk about a parent according to clinical psychologist shafali saberi and i hope i pronounced the name correct if you know you're dealing with a controlling parent, the best way to deal with them is through the establishment of strong, firm, and consistent boundaries. She adds that it can be scary, but it is exactly what the child needs to do in order to break free from this dysfunctional pattern. As Collins adds, you can respectfully choose to make a different choice when a parent is being controlling, whether declining a parent's offer or not interacting if it creates an uncomfortable situation for the child. And of course, if setting those boundaries doesn't work, then it is important to create emotional space and distance in another way. Let me tell you something. Us Caribbean children and children of African um, parents, hmm. Ooh, sir. It's different for us. 
das soll das. It is different for us because boy, oh boy. <laughs> so our parents are more in tune with their grandchildren. Isn't, isn't that true? Mm-hmm. They, are, they weren't in tune with us. <coughs> Excuse me. Not at all. They raised you already. They raised you already. Let you raise your child. <laughs> oh boy if you dared to say anything you were being disrespectful it was their way period point blank so i heard marlon asking one of her sons yesterday was it yesterday or the day for what would you want for dinner i'm like hold on a second growing up did anybody ask us what we wanted for dinner what we would like to eat it was whatever was prepared that is what was for dinner. If you don't want it, go to your bed hungry. Nobody's running a you restaurant know, up in here. I can't say that because I know growing up, I didn't eat certain things. And my mom made sure I have certain things to eat because I was very picky. So that I guess it can come off. That's why I asked sometimes, what do you want for dinner? Because I know... I was picky, and everybody don't eat everything. I understand where you're coming from. I understand. <laughs> your mom, your mom do that to me too when I wear there. She don't ask. She just just cook, and you better eat it. And then even when you're full, she's like, "Eat more, eat more, eat eat more, man." Like, tell you to drop out. But the difference, though, Marlon, I think the difference is this. And I, I, I'm not, I don't want to assume, but for me, and I think you've noticed it, every day is like Sunday dinner. So you have choices. That is true. That is true. That is true. Yeah. It's like a whole lot of food in front of you every day. It wasn't like one meat that's cooked and that's it. So eat it. Shut up. No, there were choices. Yeah. So I think that's the difference. That's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. Because that's I mean, I want choice. What you said, Sonia? No. <laughs> that's why he has an allowance. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well. Yeah, as Rose said, you, you, you need to up my allowance, so please up it, okay? I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I mean, how long y'all been married? We've, Marlon, how long? We just celebrated, what, 16 years. We've been together. We've known each other 20 years, lived together 18, married 16. So let's see. I'm going to do the Medea math. No, I think he deserves a three dollar raise. Oh gosh! Child, Javet, see Javet, Javet, know what time it is. Remember, I said. Well, me and moments deal with money, right? So yep. it's that discretionary yep. income, okay? Exactly. Everything is going up. 
So yeah, I can only give you three dollars. Sorry. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna take it. I'm grateful. I'm take it. When we move to the Ukraine, you can get more. Because <laughs> nobody giving us any money over here. All the money going to Ukraine. <sighs> yeah. Um. Bottom line, though, when someone seeks to control you, it's not coming from a place of love. But in fact, quite the opposite. Fair. Controlling behavior and manipulation are toxic and don't align with what um, is open and honest as it relates to communication, which is necessary for a healthy yeah, Javette is making it rain in the PTR. If you ever feel unsafe due to someone else's behavior, trust your gut and remove yourself from the situation as quickly as possible. All right. Um, <laughs> Javette would make it rain, make it rain. Only, only Miss Javette can find those PTRs. There you go. I still need more than three. You can do it too. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll be honest with you, Miss Sennett. I have no idea how to do it. I'm going to have to teach him, Sennett. Just like hold, you taught hold. me, I'll have to teach him. Hold your face down, and you'll see the words will pop up. Not maybe that, that way. Hold my own face down. And you'll say, it's a heart, <laughs> exclamation point, or you'll see GIF in the bottom, bottom um, right hand side next to picture. G I F, and you can pick a GIF. Mm hmm. You can search it, or you can just pick one of the ones that are right there, like Mr. Jason Momoa saying, I love you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to try it out. All right, thank you for that. I'm going to try it out. Not now. Mm -hmm. Not now. Yeah, no problem. No. There, oh, look at Sunette. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so a quick break. Quick one-minute break. Here we go. Here's Janet Jackson. Control. When we return, we're going to take a little quiz, just a little quiz that we're going to be absolutely honest in. Control of what I say, control of what I do. And this time I'm going to do it my way. I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. Are we ready? I am. Because it's all about control. I 
If you're just tuning in to QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com, welcome to Days After Dark. If you're on Clubhouse, go ahead, click on the greenhouse to join the club. Follow the moderators, follow each other and make meaningful connections. Just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm your host, Moments, and I'm joined by my gracious co-hosts, Sanet, Rose Solo, and Marlon. And of course, my studio audience appreciate each and every one of you. Just a quick PSA, this show is being streamed live on internet radio and the clubhouse replays are on. Please be reminded that this is a safe space in a no-judgment zone. We're here to engage in adult conversations, share experiences, and learn from each other. So we're going to take a quick test, right? Um, let's give honest answers. It's a quiz. I'd like us to be as honest as possible. Remember, this is a no-judgment zone. So I'm going to take the quiz on the website. I put the link at the top of the page. Um, if anyone would like to do it on their own, feel free. But I thought it would be a little, you know, fun for us to do this. Thank you, Janet, for control. Ah, okay. So aspects of a controlling personality. We're going to see how controlling we are. So let me go down here to where it says start. Okay. I plan and micromanage even the smallest things in my life. Never, rarely, sometimes, often, always. Marlon, you want to answer for me? You want to tell me what I am? <laughs> Which one? I plan and micromanage even the smallest things in my life. Never, rarely, always. Always. Okay. All right. I don't like taking help from others. Never, rarely, sometimes, often, always. Always. Okay. I spend a lot of time and energy keeping my environment organized. Never, rarely, sometimes, often, always. I'll say your environment, your area, always. I get upset if I deviate from my personal routines and rituals. Never, rarely, sometimes, often, always. Definitely always. <laughs> I have problems admitting my mistakes, flaws, and shortcomings. Never, rarely, sometimes, often, always. Sometimes. I prefer working alone to working in a team. Yep, always. I have problems apologizing to people I've hurt. Yep. I, I, me, no, no, no. Take that one back. Take it back. <laughs> I, too. I, me, you never apologize. I'm always apologizing. Marlon, do like Trump. Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. <laughs> okay, let me ask a question. A question. I'm, I'm, I have a question, though. Yeah. Are you answering, are you answering for Marlon in the no. background? No, 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 <laughs> no. No. He's, uh, he's just answering for me. So I want to see what, because here's the thing. I may have one idea, but I want to hear what somebody else has to say about me <laughs> to see what the result is. He's the one living with me, right? Control. <laughs> Give what I got. 
So let me ask the question again, Marlon. I have problems apologizing to people I have hurt. Never, rarely, sometimes, often, always. Rarely you apologize to people you hurt. Rarely. What do I normally do? Cut them off and keep it moving or just keep it moving? You just cut them off and... You mean that's if they hurt me, but what about if I hurt them? Yeah, boy. Well, you hurt them too. And you don't don't apologize for hurting them. You just... Oh, well, that's their business. That's a hard pill to swallow. Okay, but I got to I got to accept it. I got to embrace it. Next question. I'm a perfectionist. I want to do things perfectly or not at all. Never, rarely, sometimes, often, always. Always. I don't I could answer that for you. For <laughs> <laughs> solo, I'm so glad you can't talk tonight. My god, I love you. I'm so glad you can't talk tonight. <laughs> It's Whoa. evident in the runner probably, shows, right? Uh, right, Sonette? Yeah. She, she probably would have a lot to say. <laughs> That's right. Okay, next question. I don't like living with someone who is disorderly. Never, rarely, sometimes, often, always. Um, you make the bed with the man in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> What did you do to me today? What did you do to me today? Oh, nothing. Marlon, I'm waiting. Always. 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 Okay. All right. So, number 10. I spend a lot of time worrying about the things I cannot control. Yep. Always. Being right and winning the argument is more important to me than coming up with the best solution. Never, rarely, sometimes, often, always. Uh, wow. I'll probably go rarely. Okay. I like making decisions for others. Yep. I get angry when I don't get what I want from others. Never, rarely, sometimes, often, always. It depends on what it is. So I say rarely. It depends on what it is. Okay. I tend to criticize and blame people for things that are not their fault. Rarely. Okay. I tell others what to do. Yep. I give unsolicited advice to people. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes, okay. I've gaslighted or intimidated people to get what I've wanted. Yep. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll own that, especially when it comes to my parents and my husband. Yep. I try to change people. Never, rarely, sometimes, often, always. Uh, sometimes I don't take no for an answer yep I've been asked to mind my own business and drink my water Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who asked me to mind my own business and drink my water Marlon, don't answer. Marlon, don't answer. (laughs) Okay. Seek seek your attorney first. Seek an attorney. Okay, so according to Marlon, these are Marlon's answers about me. 
my personality traits or my character traits. I'm going to submit it now and see what it says. Results are overall controlling personality score 62 out of 80. Con wow. Controlling yourself 27 out of 40. Controlling others 35 out of 40. Think I passed that test. I, I put mine. I put mine on the screen, but you can't really see it. Wait, let me tell you what it says. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. The first part said twenty-four over eighty. Can y'all hear me? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm seeing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay so Twenty twenty-four divided by eighty was my overall controlling. Okay. Controlling myself says 13 over 40 and controlling others says 11 over 40. So this means I'm not a controlling person. Yeah. Good for you. Mm. Is it good so for you or good for you? Which one is it? What do you think, Javette? Um, I think it's good for me. Mm -hmm, me I mean, I think you guys can tell that I don't let nobody control me. So... <laughs> <laughs> if I don't let anyone control me and I'm still not controlling, then that must be really good. Yeah. I'm right there with you, Javette. I am 22 over 80 um, overall. Um, controlling yourself 12 over 40 and controlling others 10 over 40. So we're like right there by, we probably got one answer different. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so <clears throat> well, I have, you have a little bit to, a little reflecting to do. Yeah. Um, wow. Mr. Javette and Mr. I'll let Mr. my daughter take the test and answer the questions. <laughs> yeah. No, please. That's a good idea. And no, That's I mean, answer the good. questions like how you had Marlon answer the question yeah. for you. Mm -hmm. I'll let my daughter take the test and see what comes up. <laughs> because that, that, that's a good idea. Yeah, because in psychology, they do say that you are how people perceive you, right? not all just about how you see yourself because a lot of times we miss certain things about ourselves so um click on the link save the link if you haven't taken the test i i recommend you take the test and i, I like this what you're going to do javette have someone answer the questions about you all right we're going to continue i'll probably take the test yeah. I would take the test yeah. too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> who gonna, I'm going to answer your questions for you. <laughs> You're going to be shocked at your answers. But um, I embrace the results. I embrace the results because there is truth to it. Um, my mom has told me I am a controlling person. I, And her thing is, she has said it to me. For example, we'll be in the kitchen and I'm in everybody's conversation. If my boys are over there talking, I'm hearing what they're saying. If there's another group, I can listen to like five different conversations at the same time. And I will Mask interject. It's, nosy. Into, it's not Mask nosy. No it's nosy. <laughs> In a people business, that's nosy. No, but I can, no, but guess what? That's how you stay on top of things sometimes. You gotta be there. So I can, I'm like, whoa, what you just said a while ago? And then I'm able to interject and say, hey, you may want to not say that. That's not a nice thing to say. Yeah, you know, it helps. Some, it comes in handy sometimes, Marlon. It comes in really handy. Mm -hmm. Don't knock me. Don't knock me too hard. But we're going to... Yeah, go ahead, Miss Sonette. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Sonette. I'm sorry. I thought I closed my mic. I apologize. Oh, okay. So, um, 
Attitude Kim, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us, Chief. Thank you for coming through. Altada, Sula, Javette, Marlon, Sinet, Rosala with the No Voice. So um, next week we're going to continue because there's more that needs to be talked about as it relates to control. Are you a controlling person in your relationship or are you being controlled or are you just in, con in control of yourself and your environment, right? So we're going to continue the conversation next week. Unfortunately, I'm not able to do the after show tonight because I got to be up really early in the morning. Um, and I have a couple of things that I got to get done before I go to bed. So I do apologize that I will be ending at exactly 12 when the radio feed ends. But tonight's conversation was about control. Are you in control or are you controlling? Some questions that we asked um, tonight were, we went over signs of a controlling person, right? We went over those. Um, next week, we're going to talk about the 15 signs that you're dealing with a narcissist in your relationship. We spoke about, um, hold on here. Let me scroll back. Okay. doesn't want to scroll with me. I'm not going to fight it, but yeah, we, are you a controlling person? How to identify if the person you're with is controlling or how to identify if you're a controlling person. And we just took the controlling personality test. All right. So join us next week, 10 p.m. Eastern, days after dark. If you're not already following the club, please go ahead and do so. And we are also live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. All right. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate all of you. This, this was fun. Interesting. Got some insight here. Um, and I'll close with this. There are two main aspects of controlling behavior, controlling yourself and controlling others. While it is great to control yourself and your life, it is possible to overdo it. Having unrealistic control expectations from yourself can negatively impact your mental well-being. A good amount of self-control is desirable, but if you're obsessed with controlling every little detail of your life, it starts to become unhealthy. On the other hand, controlling others will likely get you labeled a control freak. Of course, in some situations, you have to control others. For instance, if you're a parent of a small child or if you are a boss. Even in adult relationships, some degree of control is desirable. But do it too much and you risk slipping into the zone of toxic control. Thus, you should strive to maintain a healthy balance between lack of control and total control over yourself and others. Thank you so much, everyone, for participating in the conversation. We hope that tonight's discussion presented the opportunity for all of us to turn the spotlight on ourselves and do a personality diagnosis. All right. Um, thank you everyone for coming to days after dark and clubhouse it was certainly a pleasure this would not be possible without each one of you of course a huge thank you to my co-hosts sanet rosolo and marlon for joining me tonight tonight's episode of days after dark was streamed live on qmzradio.com and janoradio.com don't forget to download the Jano Radio app today, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple Store for iOS and for Google or for Android. 
in the Google Play Store. Coming up tomorrow morning, or yeah, this morning, later on, because it's 12.01, 9 a.m. Eastern, it's Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go, live on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. And of course, the conversation happens here on Clubhouse in Coffee and Toe. You can tune in to DJ Trouble at 3 p.m. for Strictly Foundation on JanoRadio.com. And at 7 p.m. Eastern, The Rose Solo Show goes live on JanoRadio.com, QMZRadio.com, ViscosityBlend.com, and FutureFM.net, as well as FutureFM 98.9 in the Bronx, Mount Vernon, and Westchester. And right after the Rosolo Show, keep it locked. DJ Ricky takes over the airwaves on JanoRadio.com with Vibes Tuesday. Thank you once again to all our listeners around the world tuned in on QMZ Radio and JanoRadio.com and everyone here in Clubhouse. This was a Moments with Me Media production. Have a good night, everyone. Please get some rest and be safe. Catch you next week for another episode of days after dark real relationship talk <laughs>